for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Welcome to Living Life. We have been following through the main theme of the book of Exodus, which is deliverance. God is a deliverer. He delivers His people. God delivers His people through using someone. God delivered Jacob and his family from a severe famine through using a person called Joseph. God delivered Hebrew babies uh, through using of two Hebrew midwives called Shipra and Pua. God delivered baby Moses through using Moses' mother. And today we will see that God had a great plan to deliver his people from bondage of slavery in Egypt. And he prepared a man who will carry out God's plan of deliverance. His name was Moses. Let's see how God prepared a person as an instrument of God's deliverance after reading of our passage today. Let's read today's passage. Exodus chapter 2, verses 11 through 25. One day after Moses had grown up, he went out to where his own people were and watched them at their hard labor. He saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his own people. Looking this way and that and seeing no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. The next day he went out and saw two Hebrews fighting. He asked the one in the wrong, Why are you hitting your fellow Hebrew? The man said, Who made you ruler and judge over us? Are you thinking of killing me as you killed the Egyptian? Then Moses was afraid and thought, What I did must have become known. When Pharaoh heard of this, he tried to kill Moses, but Moses fled from Pharaoh and went to live in Median, where he sat down by a well. Now a priest of Median had seven daughters, and they came to draw water and fill the troughs to water their father's flock. Some shepherds came along and drove them away, but Moses got up and came to their rescue and watered their flock. When the girls returned to Ruel, their father, he asked them, Why have you returned so early today? They answered, An Egyptian rescued us from the shepherds. He even drew water for us and watered the flock. And where is he? Ruel asked his daughters. Why did you leave him? Invite him to have something to eat. Moses agreed to stay with the man who gave his daughter Zephorah to Moses in marriage. Zephorah gave birth to a son, and Moses named him Gershom, saying, I have become a foreigner in a foreign land. During that long period, the king of Egypt died. The Israelites groaned in their slavery and cried out, and their cry for help because of their slavery went up to God. God heard their groaning, and he remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. So God looked on the Israelites and was concerned about them. Welcome back to Living Life. God planned to deliver his people through a person called Moses. 
Let's see how God prepares Moses as an instrument of God's deliverance. Let's read verse 11. One day after Moses had grown up, he went out to where his own people were and watched them at their hard labor. He saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his own people. Here we see that Moses became an adult. In Acts chapter 7, verse 23, it says, When Moses was 40 years old, he decided to visit his own people, the Israelites. He became 40 years old and made his visit to his own people. I don't think that it was his very first visit to his own people because Moses was taken care by a Hebrew nurse, which is, which is his biological mom during his childhood. His biological mother must have taught the great heritage of Israel and the great promises of God to Israel. Moses must have had direct access to his people through his mother. But once he became 40 and made this visit to his people, uh, this one changed his entire life. He saw that his people were working like animals. He saw that his people were whipped and beaten by Egyptian slave masters. Suddenly, he had compassion with his people. He was identifying with his own people. Through this incidence, Moses found God's calling, God's vision. He found the meaning of his life and the purpose of his, his existence. Let's read verse 12. Looking this way and that, and seeing no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. When Moses saw that his people were mistreated by Egyptian master, he had to do something because he was called to rescue his people. Therefore, he killed the Egyptian slave master and hid him in the sand. Similarly, we sometimes go through this kind of experience as well. Imagine during the retreat or during the short-term missions trip, we feel and sense God's calling. And we also have passion for God and compassion for people around us. We passionately dive into this calling and we work diligently to fulfill God's mission and uh, God's vision. But oftentimes, we rely on our own strength our own sinful nature instead of relying God. Let's read verse uh, 13 and through 15. Exodus chapter 2, verse 13 through 15. The next day he went out and saw two Hebrew fighting. He asked the one in the wrong, Why are you hitting your fellow Hebrew? The man said, Who made you ruler and judge over us? Are you thinking of killing me as you killed the Egyptian? Then Moses was afraid and thought, What I did must have become known. When Pharaoh heard of this, he tried to kill Moses. But Moses fled from Pharaoh and went to live in Midian, where he sat down by a well. Following God's calling and God's mission, Moses tried his best to serve his people. He tried to reconcile two fighting Hebrew men. But they were saying to Moses, who made you ruler and judge over us? Are you going to kill us as you killed the Egyptian yesterday? Moreover, when Pharaoh heard that Moses killed the Egyptian, 
he was very angry and tried to kill Moses. Yes, as we follow God's calling, try to give our best to God, but rely on our own strength instead of God's strength, this is what happens. People are hurt, wounded, and scarred by our own sinful behaviors. Uh, that's the reason why God let us face another experience. Let's read verse 15. When Pharaoh heard of this, he tried to kill Moses, but Moses fled from Pharaoh and went to live in Midian, where he sat down by a well. After he was criticized by his own people and persecuted by Pharaoh, he left everything in Egypt and went to Midian and stayed there for 40 years. Midian was located somewhere in Arabia, which was south of Palestine. It was a wilderness area. Life was rough and hard in such a place. He had to face poverty by living in a harsh land. In the land of poverty and solitude, Moses learned how to rely on God alone rather than himself. God decided to use Moses to deliver his people. He called Moses, but Moses worked for God by relying on his own strength and wisdom. Therefore, God started shaping and molding him in the wilderness through suffering and solitude. Let's read verses 16 and 17. Now a priest of Midian had seven daughters, and they came to draw water and fill the uh, troughs of water, their father's flock. Some uh, shepherds came along and drove them away. But Moses got up and came to their rescue and watered their flock. Immediately, Moses saw the daughters of priests of Midian who were bothered by some local shepherds. Immediately, he drove these bad guys away and helped these daughters of Midian. In hardship and solitude, Moses was in a situation where he can deliver people. This is God's reminder. God is keep on reminding him that one day God will use Moses to deliver his people. Therefore, uh, this passage ends like this. Let's read uh, verses 24 and 25. God heard their groaning, and he remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. So God looked on the Israelites and was concerned about them. Remember, God has called us to rescue his people here on earth. That's the reason why he shapes us and molds us so that we can only glorify God when, we, when God uses us. I'm going to wrap up with a few questions. What is God's calling for you? Is God shaping you and molding you for His calling? If God is using you and me, let us rely on God's strength rather than our own strength. And let us exalt His name rather than our own name. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your calling. Purify us and use us each and every day so that we can give you all the honor and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. For a single soul.
Singing closer, CGM.